0: Welcome to my channel, Inspired Ideas. So today's conversation is, I want to talk about the day of the funeral. So I texted everybody the night before that we needed to be at the funeral, I mean at the mortuary, at nine o'clock, between nine and nine fifteen, because my family I love them and maybe just like most families they're always late it's just something that they are you tell them 9 o'clock they leave their house at 9 o'clock so it's kind of like you gotta tell them a little bit ahead of time and excuse me I'm so tired (sighs) It's currently 5.35 in the morning. I've been up for like an hour and a half. And I guess I just wanted to share my experience. So as I finally get to the mortuary... I was so pleased to see all my family there, most of them. There were a few people who were late, but they technically were not late because I told them to come early. And we're taking pictures, we're conversating, we're going with the flow, and it's time to go inside and say our last goodbyes to my mom. The beautiful thing is I was able to pin the corsages on my brother and uncle's shirts. Take pictures of them with their gloves. Go and say my last goodbyes to my mom. Which is kind of like the hard part. When you know like this is the last time I'm going to physically be able to see you. And touch you and tell you all the things I mean I know that she is with me in spirit and but I guess being with this human experiences we need that physical sometimes that being able to see in our own reality and when you can't that's when it's, it becomes a real big adjustment. But so everyone says their last goodbyes. And it's time for the pallbearers to start moving my mom out and place her inside the hearse. Well, they finally start moving the casket, slowly moving it down and they close it. And the gentleman asks, do you want to lock it? I was like, yes, I want to do that. Because although I had been very helpful in setting up all the things and prepping and getting started for all the things, all the behind the scenes. Although I did that, I didn't feel like it was enough. I felt like I wanted to do more and the fact that my uncle and my brothers, my uncle and my brothers, my brother and my uncles were able to hold my mom, I couldn't really help. So when the gentleman offered me that, I was like, okay, I wanna do it. So as I started doing it, I couldn't help but feel like, oh my God, I'm trapping her inside. It was, it was an experience for sure. I felt bad, I felt sad, but at the same time, like, the reason why the caskets are locked is because this way, no water, no weather, no nothing goes inside, on top of, uh, nobody else can go inside, and so, she's basically encased, like, time-capsuled inside, and then they start moving her. They move her to the side. They ask all the paubers, the stronger ones in the front, which was basically the younger ones. And the paubers were Cruz, my Uncle Chano, my Uncle Fernando, my dad Cruz, my Uncle Manuel, and my cousin Julio who was replacing his father because his father couldn't do it on top of his father was going to do a prayer and a talk for my mom. Which is totally fine. So they start walking out and I can't help but like I want to take pictures. I want to do a little video. I basically wanted to record everything so that I can put it up on YouTube, and share with family. And um, just so that way, I guess they can have that experience. And being able to see her, even though with this whole COVID, no, not that many people were able to come, because had it been no COVID, there would have been a lot of family to fly out, a lot of people to come and see her. It would have been a big, beautiful funeral for her, parting, saying goodbyes. And watching them move her was very moving to me. It really was like, in my mind, I couldn't even imagine to be sons of a mother and them having to carry her like, I'm sure there's so many emotions that are going through. I know that I will never experience that. And to see them do that for her is like one, an honor, I'm sure. A proud children on top of sad, emotional, like, I'm sure they're like, I hope I don't drop her. I hope I'm strong enough. I hope everybody carries their weight. Like, it's a whole, it's got to be a team effort. They got to all work together so that everything is easy to move her and so that they don't also feel like they're damaging her in some way because at this particular moment, she's like a fragile flower. And they place her in the hearse and... And then they close it. <sighs> that was like, oh my God, it's it's starting. That's it. This is it. This is our last goodbyes. I end up going to my car really fast and speeding because the hearse is going to drive by our block. <coughs> we, <coughs> excuse me. We asked them if they could. Sorry, I got a bubble in my throat. We asked them if we could have them drive by her home to say her last kind of goodbyes. And they did. I was able to record it. My sisters were able to record a glimpse from their cars. I was there recording from the outside of my car and just being able to see that was really nice and beautiful sometimes when you're coordinating you're never so much in the present moment because you're always planning ahead you're not just in it embracing it and i knew that that was going to be my experience that i wasn't going to be able to experience and embrace everything i wasn't going to just be a kickback in the backgrounds i get to just follow along with whatever i have to do i knew that i was the one that was going to help coordinate it and guide it and there were certain images that i needed for myself and recording was one of those once they passed by our house we drove off to antioch and i sped i was like we're gonna go fast I'm going to meet them there, and I'm going to record them coming into the funeral. And the services were really nice. The cemetery was really nice. Everything was green. Everything was nice. There was flowers everywhere. The tombstones were actually tombstones that were like the ones that pop out of the ground. Because there's another uh, cemetery over here where they don't really have that all of the tombstones are kind of flat. (laughs) So when you look at it, you're like, (sighs) it doesn't really feel too much like a cemetery, but the one where she's at, it really does. And my mom got placed in a mausoleum. So it's basically a wall with compartments. where, um, sorry, I got interrupted, my alarm went off, but, so she got placed in the mausoleum, which is basically where there are compartments inside a wall where she is placed, and because that's exactly what she wanted. She didn't want to be placed on the ground. She wanted to be placed in a wall above ground because she wanted to make sure that the buggies were not going to get to her. Which is kind of amazing how sometimes some people think about how um, (laughs) what's going to happen to their bodies after they die. So I was really happy that we were able to respect that. And it was something that we were able to do for her. Considering Cause there's definitely gonna be most more post post <laughs> of um exactly what happened and conversations i've had where people didn't want to go along with what that was one particular person i should say but the funeral was so beautiful the park it was like it was like the day that she left I want to say that that's exactly what it felt like but the drive home was really heavy because one, I thought about how hard it was for my brother and my uncles to carry my mom on top of I didn't want to leave her there as much as I knew that her spirit was no longer in her body I didn't want to leave her there I didn't tell anybody because I know psychologically, like, that's just me. I want to just keep her if I could. But the fact that I know that her spirit is no longer in her body readjusts my mindset that, like, because I did. I felt like I abandoned her. I felt like I just left her behind and she's over there all alone, all by herself. With like strangers, I can say that that's the heaviest part when you leave. It doesn't matter, and I even tried to imagine if they buried her, like if they would just put dirt on top of her and at the same time it would think of it, it would feel the same way. There is no way you can you can't, even if she was cremated, I still think I would feel the same way, like oh. Just the whole idea of all of that. Well, thank you for uh, coming to my channel today and listening to this story. Um, I definitely will have more tidbits that I will be sharing with you guys. I hope you have an amazing day, and I hope that my experience somehow helps your experience. If you ever have to experience this. Because this is something that I don't want anybody to experience. But it's definitely something that is a guarantee. We're not all going to live forever. And if we do, it's definitely not in this body. Because I believe we can reincarnate into another form or another person. That's why I say you got to have as much fun as you can in this body. Because you, I mean, who knows what's to say what's in the next one? And that's one thing that I do share and I want to say is that mama I want you to be happy. If you if there is a reincarnation, in next life I want you to be happy. I want you to be free. I don't want you to be controlled by nobody. I want you to choose who you want to be. And I want you to be proud of yourself and not let other people's opinions or sayings take control of whoever you are and you be that woman that I know that you are. I love you. Bye.